2: Superman is helpless to aid Jim Olsen and Mary Hennig as the two youngsters, pressed for time, are unable to tell him of their discovery. Dangerous information that is fated to lead them into a death trap.
1: Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. You know, when I first heard that Jimmy Olsen and Beanie had Superman Crusader rings, and when I heard that they were giving them to the kids at Unity House as a symbol of good citizenship, I knew that every one of you fellas and girls would want to have one, too. So it's mighty swell that the Kellogg's pet people have fixed it up so that you can have one of your own. Because this Superman Crusader ring means a lot. It identifies you as a Superman Crusader, too. Shows that you're in the know about Superman's crusade for good Americans. And then this ring is such a slick-looking job. It's shiny and silver-looking, with Superman's picture standing out big and smiling on the front, and the words Superman Crusader printed clear and plain on the side. Adjustable, too. You can fit it right on your finger yourself. And it's made of such sturdy metal with such a durable silver-like finish, it'll keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Now, here's the dope about how to get your Superman Crusader ring. Ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Send the box top along with ten cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that? Send one Kellogg's Pep box top, ten cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, Battle Creek, Michigan. Remember, that's P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
2: And now, the adventures of Superman. When Mr. Pearlie and Mr. Paradise, the leaders of a gigantic counterfeiting ring, decided to postpone operations for a few days, young Mary Hennig's plan to clear herself of the charge of passing counterfeit money was given a severe jolt. Facing a long prison term, unless within 24 hours she exposed the gang, from which she had innocently accepted bogus money, Mary and Jimmy Olsen, both of whom had secured jobs in Pearlie's illegal messenger service, saw a chance to trail Pearlie and Paradise to their headquarters. When the two men left the messenger office and entered the elevator, Jimmy and Mary raced down the stairs. And as we continue now, they have burst into the office building lobby as Pearlie and Paradise are pushing through the revolving doors to the street. Listen.
0: There they go, through the revolving door. Come on, Jimmy. Wait. They stop at the
3: curb, See? I'm trying to flag a taxi. Are sure, but how Look, we... Look, there's a phone booth in the lobby next to the cigar
0: station. I'm going to
3: call Mr. Kent. You keep your eye on those two guys.
0: Okay. suppose Perry in the big shot get in the cab while you're in the phone booth.
3: No, oh, signal me. I'll be able to see you from the booth.
0: Well, all right. Hurry, Jim. I will.
3: Only I've got a nickel.
0: Yeah, I have. Here it is.
3: I'll leave the door open a little so I can hear her. Gee, they don't get a cab in a hurry.
0: If I can just get hold of Mr. Kent.
3: Oh, golly, please be there, Mr. Kent.
4: Daily Planet. Uh, Mr. Clark Kent, please. Hurry, this is important. Just a moment, please. Oh, come on, Mr. Kent, come on. Kent. Oh, golly. Hello, Clark Kent speaking. Coming, Mary.
3: Just as I got, Mr. Kent, too.
0: Hurry up, please. Where are they? Where'd they go? In that cab, see? They are starting off.
3: Come on, what are you waiting for?
0: There it goes. What will we do? They'll get away. Got to find another taxi. How are we going to find one in time? Take it
3: easy. Harry's cab stopped at the corner light. Hey, look. There's somebody getting out of a cab next door. Come on, step on it.
0: Quick, quick, grab it.
3: Here we are. Get in, Mary. Where to, oh. kids? That taxi I see it. Quit, driver. Follow that green checker cab up ahead. And please don't lose it. Please. I'll do the best I can, bud.
2: That party hasn't called me back yet, operator? Why, no,
4: Mr. Kent. Peculiar, isn't it,
2: the way he hung up just when you got on? Yes, very. Did he give you his name when he asked for me?
4: So he didn't. Just had to get you
2: in a hurry. Well, did it sound like Jim Olsen's voice? Well,
4: I wouldn't know, Mr. Kent. This is only my second day at the Planet Switchboard.
2: Oh, I see. All right, then. Thank you. Hey, Mr. Kent. Yes, what is it, Beanie? Mr. White and Miss Lane are having connections. What? They're having fits worrying about Jim and Mary. The chief wants you to come into his office right away. Oh, well, tell him there's nothing to report yet, Beanie, will you? So far as I know, everything's going along all right. As soon as Jim and Mary know more about the counterfeiters or are sent out with any phony money, they'll call me. Oh, sure. That's what I told Mr. White and Miss Lane, but... I know, I know. They're very anxious, and so am I. But I've got to stay right here until one of them calls. You see, they may be separated and need me suddenly. And even I can't be two places at once. Sure, I know.
4: Okay, I'll tell them.
2: All right, tell them I have lots of confidence in Jim and Mary, but uh, just in case I don't hear from them in the next hour or two, I'll check up on them. Okay, Mr. (laughs) Kent. As Clark Kent waits anxiously in his office, Herman, Purley's brutal henchman and dog-like follower, has just left the bus in front of the office building in which Purley's messenger service is located. As he enters the lobby, Biff Morgan darts in after him.
4: Hey, Herman, wait a minute.
5: I well, ain't got time, Biff. I gotta get upstairs, see Mr. Purley.
4: Well, he ain't there. Listen. Where is he? He went someplace with a guy in a taxi, a guy in striped pants. But a guy listen, in striped pants? Yeah, I don't know what his name is, but Something this is...
5: Something must have gone wrong if he showed up here. Who's taking care of the office?
4: Nobody. Now, will you please listen a minute? What do you I mean just...
5: nobody's taking care of the office? Why ain't you up there to answer the phone?
4: An account I've been laid off for a week without pay, that's why. Well,
5: yeah? What'd you do?
4: Ah, that rotten little chickie Hannig ratted on me.
5: Chickie, What'd she have to write about? Ah,
4: she said I passed some phony dough on and she'd give it to some newspaper reporters by mistake. Got in the papers and Mr. Paley and a guy in striped pants with sore as blazers.
5: blazes. That proves I was right. Chickie's working with the reporters and with the cops, too.
4: Yeah, I bet she is not that. I see I've her I've been talk- trying
5: to tell Mr. Pearlie she's poisoned, but he won't listen to me. I wouldn't let her have it last night if her flat foot didn't just come along.
4: Well, I was hanging around a pasted one myself. That's how come I seen her spying on Mr. Pearlie.
5: Spying on him? What do you mean?
4: That's what I started out to tell you. I was waiting behind a cigar stand for her to come out, see? And I see Mr. Pearlie and the other guy come out and look around for a taxi. Yeah? Then Chickie and that new kid she brung in, Jim, they come running down the stairs, see? They watch Mr. Pearlie through the revolving doors. Then while Jim ran back to call up somebody in that phone booth over there, Chickie kept watching Mr. Piley.
5: I'll bet he was calling the cops. Okay, then what, Biff?
4: Then Chickie called a Jim that Piley found a taxi. And the two of them beat it out and found one, too. Well, I sneaked out after him, and I heard Jim yell to the driver to follow Mr. Piley's cab. How do you like that, I'm...
5: That rotten little Chickie. I'll get her for that now. And, and I'll get that Jim kid, too.
4: You will? How, I um, mean.
5: I think I know where Mr. Parley went, that's how.
4: Yeah?
5: Chickie and Jim want to find that out so they can tell the cops. Well, they'll find out, all right. But they'll never live to tell the cops.
0: Huh?
5: His evil eyes
2: blazing with hatred for Mary Hennig, Herman rushes from the lobby and hails a taxi to pursue the girl and Jimmy Olsen. What will happen now? We'll know in just a moment when we return for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by.
1: Say, gang, you'd be mighty proud to be identified as a Superman Crusader, wouldn't you? To be a part of his fight against intolerance and evil. Well, that Superman Crusader ring that Jimmy Olsen's wearing is a symbol of that whole idea. And you can get a ring just like it. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep has fixed it so that you can get one of these slick-looking rings. And I mean they're terrific, made of sturdy, silver-looking metal with a shiny, durable finish that'll keep right on looking shiny and slick for a long, long time. Superman's picture stands right out in the front, and the words Superman Crusader are printed clear and plain on the side. And the ring's adjustable, sure, so it's easy to fit right in your finger yourself. Now, how do you get your Superman Crusader ring? Why, it's easy. Ask Mom to get you a package of that sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Tear off the box stop and send it along with 10 cents in cash and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, Battle Creek, Michigan. You got that now? Send one box stop from a package of Kellogg's Pep, 10 cents in cash, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 40, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get your Superman Crusader ring
2: from P-E-P,
1: the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep.
2: Trailing pearly into mysterious Mr. Paradise... Jimmy Olsen and Mary Hennig saw their taxi stop on the corner of a squalid waterfront street and watched as the two men got out. Then, dismissing their own cab a block away, the two youngsters hurried to the corner and turned in the direction Pearlie and Paradise had gone, toward the river. A misty rain has begun to fall. The thick fog creeps in from the water as they walked cautiously down the street.
0: I'm
3: sure they went down this street, Mary.
0: So am I, but where are they? I don't see them, Jim. They must be somewhere in front
3: of us fog makes it hot. To... Hey, wait a minute. What? The street ends just up ahead, see? At the river.
0: Oh, gee whiz, that's right.
3: I don't see Pearlie and the other guy. Into that bungalow across the street. Well, it's into that old house right by the river.
0: How do you know?
3: Because they're the only two houses on the street.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Come
3: on. Gotta find out which house they went in. Don't make any noise. <sighs> you doing?
0: Blowing on my Superman crusader ring. Well, uh, well, what are you doing that for? Oh, for luck? Okay, let's go. Oh,
3: why don't you grow up?
0: Oh, yeah. Why do you keep on rubbing your Superman ring?
3: Well, I, I just like to keep it polished up, that's all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, Mary.
0: What's the matter? That
3: bungalow? You don't think that can be the counterfeit gang's headquarters, do you?
0: I don't know, but why not?
3: There's no glass in the windows, and the door is half off the hinges. That's just a deserted old shack.
0: Yeah, you're right. It probably must be in the other house then. Gosh, Jim, this fog is so I I can hardly see the other house anymore. I can
3: just make it out myself. Straight ahead, come on. No,
0: wait, Jim. We know they must be there. So let's go to a phone and call Mr. Kent. He can call Inspector Henderson. Yeah, I guess
3: that's the smart thing to do. No, he was splendering around in this fog. He might trip over something and they'd hear us.
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Come on, Let's get back to the corner. There was a store near where we got out of the taxi. Okay. Say, which
3: way is the corner, Mary? I can't see a thing in this fog anymore.
0: Neither can I. But it must be the way we'll walk no. Wait. We turned around to look at the bungalow, so it must be this way.
3: I hope you're right. I can't even see the bungalow anymore. I sure hate to walk into the river. Oh,
0: Jesus, this is so creepy. Yeah, I'm kidding. I wouldn't
3: want to walk a plunk into the house pearly and that guy are in
5: either.
0: You think of the nicest thing. Well, I'm sorry, but... Hey, what the... Don't move. Jimmy. Either of you. <laughs> Who said that?
5: I did. Herman.
0: <gasps> no, Herman.
5: Yeah, I got you now, chickie. And you too, Jim. Oh, okay, oh, go go, 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 you you're not going to get away and call a cop this time. You dirty little oh, double crosses. I'm going to take care of you personal myself. Go on now. Walk. No,
3: oh, John, no let go. No, walk, let go. I said.
5: And it's no use trying to get away. Walk toward the river. Helpless in the powerful steel-fingered hands of Pearlie's
2: brute like henchmen, Mary Hennig and Jimmy Olsen are forced to walk blindly through the thick fog, in which only Herman seems able to see his way. What will happen to Jim and Mary with both Superman and the police unaware of their impending fate? Will Clark Kent, who is Superman, be able to track them down with Jim's uncompleted call as his only meager clue? Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode. Join in, same time, same station.
1: And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet.
2: For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman.
1: Superman is a transcribed copyrighted feature appearing in Superman D.C. comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. On a shivery morning, when your first idea is to beat it down to breakfast quick, gang, that's Crumble's weather. That's when you want a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. That's when you think of toasty words like crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles, the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat, sort of sweet and mellow rich, and so good for you. Mom knows that. So when you think of something toasty on a cold morning, think of Crumbles, Kellogg's Crumbles. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman.